Welcome to another episode of Sunshine from Heaven. Today is our Talk About It Tuesday, and I've got a very special guest. I know I say I have a special guest every time I say it, but I really believe that the people that God has put in my life, are God's people are special. But a really good friend of mine, uh, Mrs. Vanessa Darko. Hey, good morning, uh, Ms. Vanessa. How you doing? I'm great, Nick. Good. Thank you for having me this morning. Oh, thank you for coming on. Uh, you know, what I like to do is let's just dive right into the interview. And my first question is, who is Vanessa Darko? Vanessa Darko. Let's see. That's a good question. So first and foremost, I'd definitely like to identify myself as a believer because I think that's my primary identity. Um, and I hope that when people meet me, that's the identity that they meet first. And then I'm a wife. Um, my husband is Vernon Darko. I have four beautiful children, Gabrielle, Alexandria, Sienna and David, and I'm a mom, a dog mom as well. I have a dog <laughs> named Chino. <laughs> What's the dog's name? Chino. It's Cappuccino, but we call him Chino for short. Yeah, I, I know that 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 dog parenting thing is real. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot leave him out. <laughs> right. Well, hey, uh, well that's that's really interesting. You and your husband, uh, you guys seem to have taken that uh, be fruitful and multiply thing pretty serious. <laughs> That's true. We did go a little bit. We're overachievers. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't hear, you know, I think there's one and a half kids is the average and you guys are old schooling it with four. <laughs> that's true. That's true. All right. Well, hey, let's real let's jump right in then with uh, I really want to talk about your book uh, right off the bat. Uh, I've been honored and had a chance to get it and read it. And uh, this book that you have out right now, The Noah Challenge, Are You Ready to Be the Noah of Today? Uh, what, what was your motivation to get this book out there? I think, to be honest with you, it took me a while to write the book. And I talk about that in the book. But I have always been fascinated by Noah and um, his life story and the fact that um, even the fact that the wives of his sons were included in this and how important it is to be prayerful when we get married, all the way down to that. But I was I really wanted to write the book because I asked myself one day, if God asked me to do something like builds an ark in, you know, today's society, would I be that obedient to do it? Would I be quick to do it? Would I have lots and lots of questions? Would I do it at all? And I thought I can't be the only one who, when faced with an ark assignment, um, may hesitate. And I, I have always admired that about Noah, the fact that there's nowhere in the book, in the word that we can see where Noah hesitated. It just tells us God told him to do it and he did it. And that's the type of obedience I want in my life. And I just figured there have to be other people who feel the same way. So that's why I wrote the book. Yeah, yeah. And I did see that where uh, in the book uh, you talk about at the very beginning that if someone had told you 10 years ago that you were <laughs> going to write a book that you would have said that they <laughs> you talking about me he was like you that would be really challenging for you correct mm -hmm. that's true that's true and and in the book i even tell you i don't even i'm not even a big writer so writing a book was really an arc assignment in and of itself oh wow that that that's true because especially when you want to write a book that uh, is going to be able to reach so many different people on so many different levels because uh, this actually could even be a somewhat of a Sunday school lesson. I mean, because this reaches children, adults, mm -hmm. there's so many things. And I was uh, looking up some things and it talks about, and one of the things I really like about your book is that it's interactive. 
mm-hmm. you, you know, you've got the the 30 day challenge uh, after you finish reading the book. And it's just it's a really easy read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was that intentional? Uh, were you just led by God? Like, okay, this is all I need. I need to have a part in here that tells people how to take the challenge. Yes, obviously it was twofold. God, you know, I give him credit for the whole book because he truly inspired me to write it. So it obviously was what he gave me to write. But I absolutely wanted the 30 day challenge component because I did want it to be people to put into practice. I wanted it to be um, easy to read. I wanted it to be interactive, but I also wanted it to be interesting enough for people who weren't believers too. Because I think that uh, the way that the, especially the 30-day challenge was set up, it was set up in a way that the first few days of the challenge really just kind of talk about God. Do I trust God? Let's let's start there. Because part of our hesitation in being obedient is we don't necessarily fully trust that God is God or that God can do what God can do. And especially he can do it through me, especially when it's something like an arc assignment. So, yeah, it was definitely strategic in the sense that it was a buildup from who and how does he fit into this this world of mine um, all the way to God, I'm sold out. Yeah, I'll do it. What, what What's the assignment? Bring it on. So that's kind of how the 30 day part of it plays into it. Well, and also what I really like about it and you even you uh, hinted at it is that the book is uh, for believers and non-believers uh, uh, together. A lot of the uh, Christian books today, if you're not already versed in some biblical background, they can be a difficult read and a lot of stuff that you don't really understand. But the truth of it is books like this need to be focused more toward the non-believer. Exactly. Exactly. When I wrote it, um, the first script, you know, writing a book is not as easy as I thought it was going to be. I had to write it, rewrite it, and then rewrite it again. I know you know what that's like. (laughs) And, um, you know, when I sent it to the editor the first time, she came back and she changed it up a lot. And I said, you know, this book has too much Christianese in it. I don't want, (laughs) I wanted to, I don't want all the Christian terminology and all the words that we know and that we use very effortlessly because it's a part of who we are. But I didn't want to turn people off. I wanted people to be able to understand it. And so I really tried to, to, you know, scale it back enough that, Again, anybody could read it. Well, Christians could read it and understand and identify, but also someone who wasn't a believer could easily jump right in and follow along. Now, did you put yourself uh, when you got the assignment from God and you were clear Mm -hmm. on what he wanted you to do? Did you put yourself on a clock or did you just let God lead you the whole way? I did not. I did not put myself on the clock. Um, As a matter of fact, my husband is the one who really kind of helped me, you know, follow back up with it a year later, six months later, he would say, babe, how's your book coming? Mm -hmm. And so the, the, the outline of the book actually took place on a day of fasting. He and I decided he fasts every year. He would drive to Galveston, spend a day there one day out of the year and just go and fast. So this one, when I started the book, he said, um, I want you to come with me. I didn't know what I was going to do when I got there, but other than we're going to fast and pray the whole day. Mm. And then I, when I was there, I just sat down and just like that, the Lord downloaded the outline for the book. And once I had the outline, it was really just a matter now of going back in and filling in the chapters. And, but that took place over time because we had children and, you know, it's busy. And so I didn't have a timetable, but I, I believe because of, when it came out, 
last year where we were in our lives it was the perfect time just like god always does but it was a perfect time to release it um and and he has proven that that was exactly when it was supposed to happen it wasn't supposed to happen 10 years now you know right right because there's some things i think uh like i was saying earlier pruning there's some things that god needs to do in our lives in order for us to really understand where he wants us to walk yeah and i believe i believe that uh the one of the most important things and it talks about in your and your challenge is uh i think the first part of the interactive part it actually is like almost like a questionnaire asking yourself uh, certain questions and one of the things that i found i really like is that when we are praying i think a lot of believers uh miss the part from god that when we pray we need to take as much time listening to god as we do talking to god exactly I venture to say we need to take more time listening than we just talking. You know, I tell the kids, God gave you two ears and mm-hmm. one mouth. So you need to listen twice as much as you're talking. And that is really hard to do because, you know, when we pray, you know, we're going to do one of two things. I think we're either going to laundry list God or we're going to get into a pattern of just, you know, the same thing where we pray the same prayer almost we might switch it up a little bit here and there but when we shift the uh, the um, objective of prayer to listening Mm -hmm. first of all it's hard to be still Mm -hmm. enough to do it when you're when you're first starting out but then you really kind of realize man god really does have a lot to say to me and the more i listen to him the shorter my laundry list becomes because now i'm, I'm actually obeying a lot more because i'm more I'm, I'm clued in more i'm tuned in more to what he's saying so some of the choices that i was forcing myself to have to make i don't even have to make right. when i listen to god more he's opening doors he's leading he's guiding he's positioning he's introducing even this introduction here who knew you know that you and I would be talking today. Right. I, who knew that was a God ordained assignment? But that all comes from just our listening to God and saying, "Okay, God, this is where you want her to go to the doctor. Okay, that's where she'll go. And who do we meet? We meet Nick. <laughs> so I think if we find ourselves or we position ourselves more to listen, then you know it will really alter the course of not just our days, but our weeks and months, and you know our years to come. Yes. Yes. Now I was reading that, uh, the, it takes 21 days to build a mm-hmm. habit and, That's what they, mm-hmm. and the Noah challenge is a 30 day. Uh, and like I said, in this challenge, it's kind of like dieting. Uh, it's not just a fad. It has to be a lifestyle change. And, Correct. and there are some things that, uh, that you'll find in the Noah challenge about yourself that you have to give up. Now, one of the things I really admire about Noah personally is that, uh, that I think for us would be so hard is that it hadn't rained. So for God to, to tell him <laughs> to build a, a boat, an ark, when yes. he had never seen rain, that he, you know, like everybody else, he's like, man, what are you doing? So for you to step out and write this book, because this is, is this your first book, right? This is, yes. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sure not your last. No, that's not, the, it's certainly the plan to have another one. <laughs> <laughs> So, and it took Noah 120 years to build this mm-hmm. ark. And like you said, this book wasn't just something that you just flipped out. It it took some time. What would you mm-hmm. say, uh, aside from the writing part, like you said, you wrote the outline and filled it in, what was the most challenging part for you? I think the most challenging part for me outside of writing was really just taking the time to 
to do it, but also to research and learn a little bit more about Noah because I I grew up a Christian all my life, right? Mm-hmm. Never knew that it had never rained. <laughs> so, you know, that's something that I learned when I was doing my research. Right. So that was really fascinating. I'm like, oh my gosh, I never knew that. That made the challenge for Noah even more impressive yes it's like wow you know now you have to explain what rain is you know <laughs> so it, it was i think it was just really intriguing for me to just learn a little bit more it wasn't as much out there as i was hoping but but to just learn those little nuggets like that about noah was was really good um and definitely just carving out the time to mm. make it my priority to do it well you see i was a, a children's church minister for a long time and mm-hmm. I really love teaching kids. And one of the things that I would ask uh, the kids is what their favorite book was. And, you know, what did they like? Did they like action? Did they like love stories? Did they like this and that. And they would all have these different answers. And I would tell them the Bible has all that in it. And that's what's so exciting about God is that we can go as deep as we want to. Or God is like, hey, I'm going to meet you where you're at. We don't have to be all deep right off the bat. That's right. That is so right. And that's what I love about him to all of us, to all of us, even those of us who think we're deep or those of us who are deep, you know, right. even, sometimes even the 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 infancy of of our depth in certain areas or our knowledge or experience in certain areas, because and I give you an example. I, you know, I definitely am a woman of faith and I have faith-filled prayers when it comes to other people easily just like easy my faith is just through the roof and, but sometimes when it's something that I need God to do I'm like oh my gosh you know a little bit of my nerves come in and and I think you know Vanessa you are faith-filled why is it so easy for you to pray down heaven for someone else right. but then for yourself it's just like oh my gosh I need to call so-and-so to pray for me I need somebody <laughs> else to pray for me why is that you know so <laughs> even those of us who and I say us I mean me you, right. who, you know I'm deep when I need to be but right. then sometimes I just revert back to that infancy stage mm-hmm. and I think that's okay and God is not standing there going you know Vanessa you know better right. you're bigger than this you're better than this. you're deeper than this he doesn't do that he accepts me just like I am at that moment and says okay daughter come back and and I understand I will reassure you I will you know remind you of my promises and and in the book, I talk a lot about his promises and, you know, even take the reader through some of those just just baseline promises. But, the, you know, the word of God is just filled with his promises. And sometimes we just have to be reminded of what God said about the situation. Yes. You know? Yes, most definitely. So we're going to take a, a quick break to hear from my sponsor okay. and we'll be right back. OK. OK. Van Dark Realty Team of Keller Williams Realty is a proud sponsor of Sunshine from Heaven. At Van Dark Realty Team, providing you with real estate assistance you can trust is our number one priority. If you are looking to buy, sell, lease, or invest, give us a call at 832-368-6908. It's our pleasure to serve you. This ad has been brought to you by Van Dark Realty Team, serving you Southern hospitality with a little bit of sass. Welcome back to Sunshine from Heaven. Uh, we're still talking with Miss Vanessa Darko, the author of The Noah Challenge. Now, earlier you were talking about, uh, you mentioned that you told your kids even that God gave us two ears and one mouth, so we should listen more than we talk. Now, one thing that I find so interesting is that mothers have a hearing like nobody <laughs> else. So I can't even imagine how when a mother is praying and she's really giving it all to God, 
but she's hearing the kids upstairs fighting her husband mm-hmm. in the closet messing with something he ain't supposed to be messing with and she's <laughs> still i mean that in itself would drive me crazy how how as a mother do you how can you focus on anything it's a gift that's all i can say it has to be a gift from god and i heard a man once say um multitasking is not a thing you can't be a uh, there's no way you can be a good multitasker and i stress the man because see moms we can be good multitaskers oh so goodness. it's <laughs> it's just again i'm not male bashing by any means no. love love one man in particular my husband <laughs> but i'm i'm a strong supporter of, of of you know men especially men of god right but i just thought that was hilarious i'm like dude you're not a mom that's why you think that right but it's truly a gift <laughs> yes yes well and when you said about noah having to the faith to do uh what god asked him to do and he didn't ask god a lot of questions he just got on the task and mm-hmm. uh and uh, and god makes it very clear you said the bible and even the noah challenges filled with a lot of God's promises. But even if you look in the Bible, uh, God makes 365 references to fearing not or not being afraid. So I find that so interesting that there's 365 days in a year and there's 365 uh, notations about not being afraid. But why is it that you think that God's people are so hesitant when it comes to being faithful but we have the faith of uh, uh of just the most of job when it comes to our job because nobody questions that your job is gonna not go bankrupt that if you work you're gonna get a paycheck why do you think that is you know nick honestly i think it's sometimes it's in the intangible we we can go like you said, to our jobs, we can get a piece of paper every two weeks or every month. That reminds me, okay, these people are my source. So this is how I'm getting paid. This is what's taking care of my bills and my family. God is intangible. And so therefore our faith has to be to another level. First of all, we have to realize that that our jobs are resources, which means to read something means it's a repetition or a replica of the original. Right. And take the word resource and split it up like that. You realize what, okay, so then my source is actually God. This is a resource. So go back to the actual foundation. God is the source, but he is not tangible. So it really requires our faith to just dig deep and remember promotion comes from him. Open doors come from him. He draws the line for us in pleasant places. Everything that we have that we think is coming through man is really just being, it's really coming through God. So as believers that the real um i guess the task for us is to just always think back to the source and not focus on the resource that's the best way i can think to answer that question um other than that i don't know because for me it's it's truly like okay everything i have comes from god yes everything and i know that he's shown me you know milestones in my life where it appeared as though um, a door was closed or it appeared as though in the natural something wasn't going to work out. And then when I look at the end results of that thing, I realized it needed to happen. That door needed to close. This situation needed to end. This relationship or friendship or whatever right. needed to be severed because the greater thing was coming from him. Right. And so, you know, don't don't dread. Don't 
don't, uh, you know, mourn those things that God dries up in our life because we have to know that there's a greater thing that he has to replace it with. So if we focus more on that and less on the, the tangible, I think it will help us a lot. Yes. I was listening to a pastor last night who was saying uh, that if we would just do two things uh, in our prayer life, it would really make a, a huge difference in how we attack and uh, establish our faith. And that is one, make sure it's all about the father. You know, it's about bringing <laughs> glory to the kingdom in anything we do. If we bring glory to God, he's going to make sure that uh, everything is good. Like you said, it's just he's he's already orchestrated it to work out for you. The Bible tells mm -hmm. us very clearly that all things work together for the good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. And secondly, I feel if we are authentic and just honest and real, I think a lot of times we portray uh, how we are, that we're like that we're fearless, but we're actually some of us are afraid. And I think if we are honest with ourselves and, and not latch on to the fear, but allow God to uh, empower us. I think we can get a lot more done. You know, I was looking back in um, the Noah challenge because in the in the 30 day challenge on day 11, the scripture references um, from Psalm 56, 3. And this is when I'm afraid I put my trust in you. And, you know, we have the place to write. And I went back to see what I wrote um, when I did it, because I try to go through the Noah challenge myself at least once a year. And um, in August of last year, I wrote, you know, part of the, the issue is the Holy Spirit was showing me that fear manifests itself in the need to be in control and to know everything. And and I put everything in quotes. And so that, that is part of it too, because with God, we don't know everything. Right. For my job, I have a list of my responsibilities, tells me what I'm supposed to do. And there's a way for me to control that. But with him, we don't have, we aren't in control of nothing. Right. And so, you know, we don't know anything. We truly walk by faith and not by sight. So our need of control, we have to be, we have to be willing to, you know, relax that hold and just truly allow God to lead us. Right. And, and use the handbook, the Bible that he's given us and follow it. Like you said, and, and, and you have it so plainly in the challenge, allowing us to walk uh, in these 30 days as we build, because it's just like uh, Noah building the ark. He, it, it took 120 years. You're not going to get to the place you want to be with God. Now, of course, God can get you there immediately because he's sovereign. He's God. But Amen. he wants you to build on that so that the Bible talks very clearly about the foundation. If you don't have the foundation, it's going to fall. So yes. if you build this correctly, you'll have be fortified in God, able to accomplish all the things that come before you. That's it. Well, That's it. Man, that is just it just blows me away. Like I said, I really uh, have enjoyed the book uh, and the challenge. And it is just really uh, and just meeting you and your daughter and, and uh, at the clinic there and talking with you guys when you would come in for your therapy and things like that really just blessed me. Uh, it was just a breath of fresh air uh, meeting people who are so genuine and had a love for God. And that's one thing I really like is that when when people love God, you, you're going to be drawn to the, that spirit of God. That's right. And you can tell, you know, the Bible tells us to test the spirit by the spirit. And you can just you just know. 
Mm-hmm. You just know when someone that light has that light inside of them because they can't hide it and you can see it. And that's just how we felt. I mean, we came home, my husband like, who is Nick? I'm like, oh my gosh, you have to meet Nick. He's awesome. So, <laughs> um, you know, and, and I am truly glad that he made the connection that he did because I instantly felt like I'd known you forever. Right. Just talking to you at work. And your, your light shined. Everyone know, knew you, knows you. Um, and everybody misses you, by the way. So. <laughs> right. But like you said, I had to, uh, God had to close a door to open up an assignment for Absolutely. me. Even how I got the podcast started. And, you know, and I don't know where God is going to go with this, but I'm trying to be obedient to what he has given me and reach people on uh that i normally wouldn't reach and it's just been an amazing ride so far and i haven't even gotten started yet no you have not and and before we even close i want to say congratulations i'm very proud of you first author and now podcast i mean you're you're really doing things for your gift is making room for you and this is just the beginning i I know you're going to reach lots of folks and i'm just happy to be in business Yes, ma'am. Well, hey, tell me, uh, how can, uh, wait, now this is one thing we didn't talk about is that how has the pandemic affected you and your family? I'll be honest. So, um, we own a business that does international trade and finance, Equip XP, and the shameless plug. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and because of the, you know, the, the closing of the borders, it has had a small impact. You know, my husband being an entrepreneur that he is, he always thinks you know, he's created a new revenue stream God things to him like that so thankfully um, by the grace of God him there and I'm a realtor uh, Van Dark Realty Team shameless plug number two and um, <laughs> it is uh, well you know we gotta use it right. but in Texas was considered an essential service and I you know plead, pray and plead the blood of Jesus over myself and my clients um haven't missed a beat really got slowed down a little bit back in April but in buying and selling homes and leasing and investing and so business has not slowed down so that's good I'm great so I'm Amen. very happy about that Amen. well that's so great hey how can uh how can people get this book how, how, how are they able to find the NOAA Challenge? The NOAA Challenge is available on Amazon.com. Um, and I, you just put in the title, the NOAA Challenge, or you can search Vanessa Burko. Um, also at Barnes and Noble. I have those. And if they want an autographed copy, then more than welcome to um, contact me directly. And I'll be happy to autograph it and send it to them in the mail. Um, well, thank you so much, Miss Vanessa. I have really appreciated and enjoyed you on today. And uh, I really hope our listeners get out there and get this book and take the Noah challenge. I do too. Thanks so much for having me, Nick. I really have fun. All right. Well, hey, guys, thank you for tuning in for Sunshine from Heaven. And remember, share a little sunshine. You're listening to Sunshine from Heaven, brought to you by the Noah Challenge. The Noah Challenge is available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or you can reach out to the author directly if you would like a personalized copy. You can reach her at 832-368-6908. Again, that's 832-368-6908. Or you can email her at vandark at kw.com.
kwdark.com. That's V-A-N-D-A-R-K at kw.com. Take the Noah Challenge today.